0: right what happens if they have another terrible year you know maybe not five and seven maybe they're seven and five
1: are there monkeys involved like (laughs) last year
0: yeah well we have to say there's some type of off-field behind the scenes shenanigans that go on some type of controversy like you have to assume something like i don't know if it's going to be a uh, uh, coach telling the entire team to get in the transfer portal. <laughs> I love that. Go ahead and do it. I love your, your impression of it.
1: Oh, you want me to do it now? You want to yeah. get in the portal? Get in the mother blanca. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to do that without, you know, throwing out know. the actual word.
0: You do it really good every time, though. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to have strippers and, and monkeys. I don't know what's going to happen, but something some massive distraction at Texas will happen. There'll be a regent go down and announce that he's after uh, you know after losing to Alabama by uh, 85 points, he decided to go down to practice and tell Sark that they're not going to fire him yet, or something like that. You know, like make that announcement. I don't know what it is, but something's going to happen. But what does that do if you're if you're Arch Manning? You're committed. Right, you cannot sign until what is it like December nineteenth, yeah. something like that. Yeah. You haven't signed yet, but you're looking at it and you're saying, "Man, I thought it was going to change." This is year two, same shenanigans, same un- the same underperformance. You know, can't they're, they're not beating the best teams in in the Big Twelve? What are they going to do in the SEC? Am I going to get thrown to the wolves? In two years, whenever I I make a first start in the SEC, I, I'm interested. Like I wouldn't, I would think that Arch Manning, in the position he's at, could pretty much go to any school in the country that he wanted to. I, I don't believe that he would decommit, right? I mean, I, don't, I just that doesn't seem like something think so. they would do, I don't barring think so. barring something like really bad that went on at Texas. But I, it's just. It, it would be it'd be interesting to see him follow through on yet another disappointing season at Texas and go ahead and go there.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know if you heard my hot take from last hour, but I, I do think Arch Manning ends up signing at Texas. I don't think that he sticks around for the entirety of his college career at UT. I think um, there's always unrealistic expectations at Texas, but it's going to be magnified even more now. Like, what's the success with the Manning on campus now? Getting to at least one college football playoff? Well, that program's so far off from that, it's not even funny. I I think Texas is going to continue to be Texas while he's there. I think Sark, there's a good chance that he gets fired while Arch Manning is there. I don't think Arch is going to stick around, man, for his three or four years if it continues to be a dumpster fire. I think he transfers somewhere else. And the more that I think about it, the better that I feel, because that is the trend right now. With high level five star quarterbacks. Um and Textline can help me out with some any with any names that I've forgotten. Caleb Williams, number one quarterback, he's transferred once. Quinn Ewers, number one quarterback, right? He's transferred yeah. once. Uh Spencer Rattler, former number one quarterback, he's transferred. Justin Fields JT. was a five star, he transferred. JT did so you, you get my point here. There is a real trend that you know, just because you're a five star quarterback doesn't mean you stick around somewhere for all three, four years.
0: Yeah. What are the chances that Quinn Ewers has some some type of like unspecified injury, shoulder, ankle, something early in the season and they do that to burn a medical on him so he doesn't lose a year of eligibility and he transfers out.
1: Um, 100% are the odds on that exact situation. Because <laughs> he's
0: already had one redshirt year, right? Yeah. Um, so he's had his redshirt year or no. He, that, that year at Ohio State, was that a free year for him? Well,
1: didn't he, um, because he should have been a high school senior that year, right? So he reclassified. I don't know exactly how that works when you do it that well, way.
0: He reclassified, but it was still the twenty twenty year. That I don't think anyone anywhere got uh, a strike on eligibility, did they?
1: I thought he was a true freshman last year.
0: Maybe that's the case.
1: Yeah, I could be wrong on that though.
0: Maybe that's the case. He either was a he was either a, a true freshman. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he was a true freshman last year. I don't know what I'm thinking, but he used his redshirt year, so uh, he can't use a redshirt year this year unless it's a medical. So I don't know. That's kind of what I sense happening. If if he doesn't play well early, that I, I feel like that would be what they try and do. You know what
1: everyone? You know who everyone's going to start comparing him to if he doesn't stay at Texas long and he transfers. Uh, another high-level quarterback that we saw about oh, what, yeah. five six years ago, Tate Martell.
0: Tate Martell, um, he's at UNLV now, right? In that like, <laughs> the new no, place. I have no
1: idea where he's at now. I know he was playing like wide receiver at Miami a couple of years ago, and then I lost. I, the track. I
0: just I feel like we we said, oh yeah, Miami. Now he's going to Las Vegas. That's the that's he'll really get it together there. That's the place to go to to really straighten things out. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I think it's fascinating. I'm glad that he did it. Uh, Let's get this story going. Um,
1: No, I love it for the rivalry. I I think that this rivalry, I I really believe this. And, again, it goes to I don't think Texas is going to get its act together. But with just the addition of a Manning, I think this rivalry is going to have more juice than it's had since the early 2000s when it had a lot of juice, actually. I think that's what we're looking at here.
0: Yeah, I think so. I like it. Uh, good move. All right, let's hit an opening timeout, uh, which, by the way, bottom of the first right now, 0-0 Ole Miss, Arkansas are underway. This is the deciding game. Winner plays Oklahoma in the College World Series final starting Saturday at 6 p.m. Hanging out at Newcastle Casino today. Uh, I'm right here at the front row sports bar. Got TVs on. We got the game on here. We've got happy hour from 3 to 6 every single day. You got 350 domestics. You got five-dollar wells. Uh, always fun stuff going on here at Newcastle Casino. Stay tuned.
1: It is the rush, live on the ref, for are the homeless Sooner fans. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, no score in Omaha after one inning. The Hogs threaten in the bottom of the first, but nothing doing. Top of the second we go. Ole Miss 0, Arkansas 0. Winner will face OU Saturday, 6 p.m. in the championship series. Air Coverage Solutions text line, Tate Martell was class of 2017, and after a COVID year and red shirts, I'm sad to report that last year was his final year of eligibility, and he is now probably selling insurance or the night manager of a restaurant.
0: (laughs) Dang. Which, by the way, love restaurant managers and uh, insurance agents. As do I. Um, But still funny nonetheless. (laughs)
1: Manning wanted to play in the SEC. Was Texas the best he could do? Maybe he wasn't that big of a deal with the SEC. Uh, because why didn't he go to Bama or Georgia instead of Texas?
0: Um, You know, it's kind of interesting. If he goes to – he's already going to have a ton of pressure, right, as a Manning. It's just – it's going to be built in.
1: Maybe the most pressure out of any Manning entering
0: college. Right, no doubt. Um, So there's a ton of pressure there. If, if he goes somewhere like Alabama or Georgia and for whatever reason, those schools that have been, you know, firing on all cylinders, national championships, playing in the national championship game routinely, if he goes there and I can't get it done or there's just a little bit of a hiccup, a lot of that's going to fall on him, but if you go somewhere that's been crappy and it stays crappy, well, you know, he's a great talent, but even man, uh, Archie Manning, or Arch Manning, sorry, jeez, Yeah, I know. Even Arch Manning couldn't turn things around at Texas. Texas right. is a lost cause. He's a great player. Off to the NFL he goes. Like, there's... But if you like improve what's gone on there, um, you know, make a semifinal, make a national championship game, well, then you're going to be the savior and things are going to look really good for you. So it's almost like, it's almost like because of that maybe it was the best move for him not to go to Alabama or a Georgia or somewhere that's already performing at an extremely high level.
1: On that point, it is fascinating now. I mean, it's a great day for Steve Sarkeesian. I'm sure that he's celebrating tonight. But he was an okay head coach at Washington. He got fired at USC, had a terrible year at Texas last year, and is now trying to get over the hump. If he wins with Arch Manning, it's, well, yeah, you know, but he had to have Arch Manning to finally get over the hump and win. But if he fails, it's like, golly. Sark couldn't even win with the Manning on campus? It's In a, it, a lot of ways, it's kind of similar to Mac Brown. You know when you talk about Max' legacy at Texas, it's yeah, he did some nice things, but it took Vince Young for him to win a national championship, and you or I that, could win a national championship with Vince Young a quarterback. So it's a great day for Sark, but it it this this really impacts his legacy is what people view him as a football coach. I think.
0: Well, everyone involved, I mean, not just not just Sark individually. The Texas football program, as a whole, right? It's it's not worth saving if if a Manning can't go in there and save it, right? It's yeah. not even worth trying. Um, same thing for a coach. My goodness, you you get all of the resources, you get all the NIL help, you get heck, you get a Manning there to play quarterback, and it's still not a place you can win, and it's a still place where you get fired quickly. Yeah, I, um, I, there's a lot of pressure for everyone involved on this deal. Yeah, Pretty wild.
1: Um, I, I, this is a very interesting text, and I don't know what you really do with it, but it kind of at least sparks an interesting thought. It says, Remind me how many SEC titles and national title appearances the Mannings have. Now, I don't remember if Archie won one at Ole Miss. I'm just going to go ahead and assume that he didn't. Peyton won one. One SEC championship at Tennessee. That was his last year in 1997. That was the only SEC title game appearance that he had, I believe. And Eli never uh, was in the SEC championship game while at Ole Miss. So the Mannings is maybe the most popular football name when it comes to family that there is. But they 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 they, they went on and won what four Super Bowls combined, right? But right. in terms of what they did Five. collegiately. Well,
0: did Archie win one? He didn't win one. Not did he? with the Saints, no.
1: no. They were no. they were god awful. Um yeah. but if you really look at what they did collegiately, I mean there's not a whole lot there. Peyton's Peyton's time at Tennessee was mostly about the fact that they couldn't beat the Florida Gators.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know I don't know enough about Tennessee to know what they were doing before Peyton showed up. Um, I know Ole Miss wasn't great before Eli showed up, right? They were going through a a long run of of being down. So, like, Eli going to Ole Miss was a – that's kind of like, in essence, it's kind of like Arch going to Texas, right? It's a – if you go do something really good there – it's going to be a big bonus, and he did. He, he performed well for them and kind of brought them into the spotlight. But, you know, it's really not going to end up affecting anything overall. But if you go somewhere that is already, like, high expectations, championship or bust mentality, then it'll it's more likely to end up kind of like Chris Sims' situation did, right?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, Let's get you a few more texts. What's the portal's phone number asking for my uh, friend Quinn? Yeah, that that does seem inevitable. Tate is now at Egypt State School of Cosmetology. Um, (laughs) This one says, who says if Texas doesn't work out, maybe Manning and his tight end can retreat to Cali to play for the mule?
0: Hey, maybe. I'm I'm sure Lincoln's already in his DMs telling him, hey, uh, if it doesn't go good there, we've got an NIL lined up for you. Ya.
1: Y'all may have covered this, but did you see where R.J. Young said Arch immediately turns Texas into an SEC title contender? Pretty bold take. Uh, that's <laughs> like a lot of R.J. Young takes, completely <laughs> god-awful. <laughs> so that falls right in line. Actually, that makes me feel even more confident about my take oh since my that's God. the take that we heard. Uh. D- Teddy, it, it, I, I hate – that is just such an unrelatable way – I, I don't know what I just I, I think people get annoyed by that. Texas is a SEC title contender. No, like just right no, no No, no one enjoys that. No one thinks that's great.
0: Title contender for a conference they're not even in yet, and have only had a scare at their current conference title once in what. Well, a, a dozen years.
1: Uh, yeah, uh-huh. That's right.
0: Yeah. So, it,
1: w- w- which, by the way, would we all agree this has been the most down the conference has been since its inception? We good with that? I'm good with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah, but they're they're a title contender. Okay.
0: Let's wait until Sark pumps out at least a winning record. <laughs> at Texas, before we call them, beat Kansas like, first. Can
1: we just beat KU before yeah. we throw out that lame take?
0: With Arch Manning, I feel good saying with Arch Manning, Texas is a contender for having a winning record.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's a, still wait and see yeah. though, right? Still wait, wait and see.
0: And see. That's as far, that's a hot take, and that's as far as I'm willing to push it at the current moment. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know. Like I said earlier. They're coming off of a five and seven season with a ton of distractions. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they have a ton of distractions again this year, especially with um, like this is a distraction. Frankly, that Arch Manning is committed to play there. Like it wouldn't shock me if they backed it up with a six and six type of season. And uh, you know, the family has a meeting and says, "Hey, I get it. it was it was a good idea." Like where your head's at. I know you had a good relationship with with Sark, but let's let's uh, let's let's reopen this thing and, and keep some options uh, I still, uh, available. I still
1: love the the team was five and seven, lost to Kansas last year, one of the worst in Texas school history, and the starting running back got what a Lamborghini out of it. Isn't that what he got? Yeah,
0: Lamborghini out of it. Which you know that's another thing. You you got a guy like like Bijan who's you know one of the best maybe you can make an argument talent wise maybe uh the the best running back in next year's draft class right coming out of college football he's got to deal with Lamborghini he's already made I don't know how much money he's made he's gonna he's made plenty what's to keep him from a couple of early season losses at the running back spot saying ah you know what I'm just going to take the Lamborghini to the gym every day and start preparing for the draft.
1: I, I'm telling you, they, more they, than anyone else, they better get off to a hot start. They, they better not be out of the thing, uh, walking out of the Cotton Bowl in Dallas or the throwing the towel factor from that team. Oh, it's going it, to – look, I, I understand everyone thinks that they're going to be better. Honestly, I think that they're going to be better. How could they be much worse after a 5-7 and seven <laughs> team last year? But if they get their a-kick by Bama, which they probably will, if they lose uh to like if they lose to like Tech and Lubbock before they play you and then get beat by OU, they got three losses second weekend of October. There's a chance it could get real bad again just like it did last year. That opportunity yeah. is still on the table.
0: Sure. Yeah. Here's what's uh Here's what's shocking. Texas was 5 and 7 last year. 5 and 7. It's an accomplishment to pull that off. It's, that's very hard to pull off. But if you look at their offense last year in, uh, in in Big 12 games, just Big 12 versus Big 12 games, I think they had the number one scoring offense in the conference. Yikes.
1: Wow. It's,
0: How does that happen? I
1: don't know. I don't know.
0: And you end up 5-7 and seven and lose to who's been the worst Team in pretty much all of Power 5 football for, I don't know, going back to Mangino. And that was just a brief run. They were pretty bad before Mangino, too. So, it, it's pretty pretty crazy, man. Um, hey,
1: but they're an SEC contender now, man. Just after yeah. today. Weren't before today, yeah. but now today. Jeez.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out today at Newcastle Casino, I-44, exit 107. We got happy hour going on here at the Front Row Sports Bar. We got the uh, College World Series on. Always have sports off-track betting here. They've expanded the off-track betting area. Happy hour from three to six. Three fifty domestics. Five dollar wells. A uh, really really good wait staff here in the Front Row Sports Bar as well. Come see us here at Newcastle Casino.
1: Central Oklahoma Buick GMC Dealers bringing you our number one of the rush on this Thursday. Still no score in Omaha, top of the third, Ole Miss and Arkansas tied at zero. As you know, winner will play OU Saturday at 6 p.m. in the championship series. Yesterday during the show, you were acting like you were going to take your son up to Omaha. Do you have plans nailed down to to go to the game this weekend or what?
0: Uh, Nailed down? No. Still planning on going? Yes.
1: I'll make the uh, prediction that you don't end up going. There will be some excuse that happens, and we'll get back Monday, and you'll be around here all weekend.
0: It's a safe play on your part. I've got the overwhelming urge to want to stay home and do nothing, enjoy the games from the comfort of the air conditioning, uh, the swimming pool, Absolutely, there's still a strong possibility in that. But I don't know. I still think it's something special. I have and If I could put I, it together,
1: I have incredible FOMO with this event, and it hasn't even happened yet. Um, I haven't. I don't had, think you should go. I haven't had it up to this point, but thinking about the weekend, I it's it's tough. Why shouldn't I go though? Because I'm going to spend eight thousand dollars there.
0: Yeah. Well, no, who cares? It's only money. Uh, you'll be able to earn some more of it. You can't take it with you when you die. So go spend it on National Championship baseball series, right? That's what it's for. Yeah, and overpriced um,
1: mid-level hotel rooms. That's how I want to
0: out 450 jello shots. Okay? <laughs> now you're talking. That's that's now what you're money's talking. All
1: right. That's
0: why you've been working so hard, okay? Um, no, I don't think you should go because you have a weird history, uh huh, um, and I don't know. I may not make it back Monday. So <laughs> oh god, you, you yeah, don't have that's it. That, that's
1: magically like Teddy's not gonna make it in for the show today. God, I can already see that taking place. I'll prepare to do four hours by myself, or not by myself, yeah. but you know, without you here.
0: Yeah, that's why I really think you should consider staying home.
1: God, that is so gonna happen. I didn't think about that till now.
0: <laughs> hey man, I you know, I really meant on uh, meant to make it back, but God. Yeah, Lee, just... got
1: a flat out here north of Wichita, waiting on tow truck. <laughs> Shouldn't be here in a couple hours, but probably gonna miss a show today. Hell, I'll call in if you want me to, but the sales service out here is <laughs> god awful.
0: I'll call in and do the uh uh the what movie was that whenever they're ordering from the drive-thru? Oh, it's Wayne's World. I'll do the Wayne's World where they're <laughs> ordered through the drive-thru and purposely uh, cutting out. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Now, I, it, if you can go, go, man. Um, I don't know. Who was it that told us yesterday there's more Ole Miss fans there than Arkansas?
1: That was uh, it was Kurt and someone else on the text line did. And, look, I, I don't doubt that. I'm just saying that once the I feel like there's a lot of Arkansas fans there in Omaha, but they're all waiting for to clinch today. And once yeah. the weekend hits, the whole state's going to be there.
0: Right? Because it's it's a it's going to be it's the shortest drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, Ole Miss is going it's going to be quite the haul. And it's not like there's just easy, cheap flights in and out of Omaha, Nebraska, all day long from all over the country. So. Yeah, it, it travel is a bit of a roadblock. If, gosh, it's got to be, I don't know, it, it's got to be well over twelve hours from from Ole Miss, right, to drive there. Uh
1: it's in North Mississippi. I, I don't know how far Oxford is from. Yeah, Omaha. maybe I'm
0: maybe I'm a little off there, but yeah, it's going to be double di- well into double digits.
1: Text line says it's just money. Hell, I'm going to go book a week at Disney World for a family of six then. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah it's just money but only if you have it that's that's kind right. of the thing you have to have it to have that feeling
0: right yes it's only money if you have it
1: can't wait to see uh Eli Manning there by the way are we um if they play Ole Miss or uh does fans or do we have to hate the Mannings now if we didn't already is that is that a thing
0: I don't know. I don't think you have to. I think that I think there's Let's see how he handles himself. You know? If he handles himself typically as the Mannings have, I don't think there's any reason you need to hate the kid. You can just hate the school, hate the coach, uh, hate the fans. Just kind of carry on as you have before. Um, I don't know that I, I think there's only a handful of players at Texas that OU fans truly hate. Right? It's really just the. It's really just the school. Yeah,
1: Sam Ehlinger used to be one early in his career, but I think that that kind of flipped by his last season. Um, OU fans like players hate Chris Sims, which he didn't have any sort of success against you that warranted any hate. It was just, oh, he's Chrissy, he's a wimp, all that. Outside of that, like Texas players that OU fans really hate, Breck and Hager definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't even know Chris if the Sims. hate. I don't even know if the hate was that strong with Roy Williams while he was playing.
0: Well, I think, I, I think there's there's some guys where it just kind of comes and goes a little bit. I all good players there. There's going to be a little bit of hatred, right? Just because yeah. they're good. Cole and McCoy
1: they, wasn't hated all that much, though. I.
0: I don't know. I think while he was there, yeah. and who was the receiver, the Shipley kid? Yeah. Gosh. I think while they were there, they were hated, but afterwards I think there was some respect there maybe. I don't know. Text line will tell us more about that uh, than I could guess at it, but I think any time someone beats you, plays well against you, throws up a ton of yards and points and on defense, uh, wreaks havoc, there's some, there's some hatred at well, least while they're there. It,
1: it does. I mean, you kind of own them here recently, you know. Right. Especially in the past 22 years, you've definitely gotten the better of them more times than not. So it's a little bit harder to. I don't know. That that's the thing though. The Texas players that you hate the most in the past 20 years are the ones that really never beat you. Brick and Hager never did anything against OU. Chris Sims damn sure never did anything against OU. Isn't that right. funny how that works
0: out? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's there may be a sense that with Arch Manning, it, it could be the same situation as uh, Chris Sims a little bit, where you have highly recruited kid coming in, expectations are going to go through the roof, and you know everyone's going to pick them. To do X, Y, and Z and I, I think I think OU fans and maybe this has worn off some because they've been such a a low threat recently, but OU fans get tired of, of hearing how great someone else is and having that that yeah. team picked over the top yeah, of Yeah,
1: that's true. Uh, you are a walking map quest. That's good to know. Twelve hour drive from Ole Miss to Omaha at six hundred miles, says the text line.
0: Yeah. 1200 miles or um, 12 miles. 12 hours 600 miles mine says um, mine said 700 miles I think there's a shorter route but uh, one of those that you don't want to take but that's from that's from North Mississippi I'm guessing most of Ole Misses fans are from south of where the university is.
1: Ah, uh, there's a there's a lot in Memphis actually. You'd be surprised really about that. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I and I think Ole Miss fans. Well, this I'm I'm speaking to you too. You're this guy, but Ole Miss fans are definitely the type. Well, the map says eleven and a half. They haven't rode with me before. <laughs> I'll get there in ten. You watch
0: this, right? Yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. It's just a um, it's just a guess as to how fast you're going to get there, but. Yeah, it, it's not a quick drive. I mean, that's kind of the point. But I mean, I, I don't know what it is from Fayetteville. Uh, half of that maybe, so or not quite, but close. I mean, that's just kind of the point. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe both of those schools are going to send a massive amount of. I think they will. Both will fans up there. So all right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next.
1: It is the rush. Live on the ref, we're the homeless Sooner fans. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. First action of the day in Omaha. Ole Miss strikes first. They have a one nothing lead over Arkansas. I had my back turned, so did you. I think the El Capitan, Tim Elko, hit a, an RBI single in the top of the third. I believe that's what happened. Um, regardless, Ole Miss is up one nothing in the bottom of the third.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Graham doubled to right. Jay Bench scored. Johnny Bench uh, playing for Ole Miss now scored. Glad
1: he is out of retirement. That's going to be tough for OU if Johnny Bench is playing for Ole Miss.
0: I know. Uh, He got on base, singled to right, uh, got to second whenever Gonzalez grounded out. Elko struck out swinging, and then Graham doubled to right, scoring bench.
1: Hmm. Is Johnny Bench playing catcher, or is he playing another position?
0: Um... Good question. I'll find that out for you. My guess is he's playing a different position.
1: Justin Bench is actually his name. So for those of you asking if he is related to Johnny Bench, um, he is the son of Jill and John Bench.
0: Yeah, sure. Let's just say yes and let someone else fact check it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we never let facts get in the way of a good story, do we? Or a good stat.
0: Yeah, because I looked up uh, the stats on Texas. I threw out an incorrect stat about them being uh, the number one offense in just Big 12 only games. Good. It's not true at all. <laughs> they weren't number one. They were number two. And it wasn't just the uh, Big 12 only games. It was all games. Jeez. So pretty much everything I said about it was wrong. <laughs>
1: It's still pathetic, though, all right? That's the main point here, still pathetic.
0: Had I said the proper thing, it wouldn't have hit as hard at the moment. So uh, you get what you can out of it then, and you go back and maybe sometimes correct it if you can. All right, quick timeout, hour number two of The Rush coming up next. Ole Miss leads Arkansas 1-0.